What harm is stress doing in your life? Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and the Shops at Status and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. I'm the host of the show, Derek Hayes, and I'm here to introduce the star of our show, Miss Lita Brooks. Hello, Lita. Hello. Hi. Hi, you hi. Are. I'm okay. here. I was saying hello on social media. Yeah, you leaned away from the mic a little bit. Well, Lita has been working as an interior designer for over 20 years. She's incredibly talented and has since branched out and opened multiple retail stores, an online marketplace, and is now blogging and podcasting full time. If that wasn't enough, Lita is a mother of two and soon to be a, mo- a stepmother to two more and devotes her time to teaching others how to achieve their goals and live life to the fullest. She sums it up best in her branded hashtag, Design Your Life. We are broadcasting live today from Lake Lanier Island's Legacy Golf Course, and it's here because of a charity golf tournament raising funds for Cat Rangers Adoption and Learning Center based out of historic Buford, Georgia. So Cat Rangers is right up your alley. Which Lita. and I knew about Cat Rangers even before today. The director, the founder of Cat Rangers had shopped in my store and had given me her card and and I said, Oh, I'd love to bring my daughter. I used to volunteer at different shelters. I used to volunteer at the Humane Society in Florida. And believe it or not, I used to volunteer in a ferret shelter. So (laughs) going to these places and getting my hands dirty uh, is definitely right up my alley. Well, Status Life with Lita is brought to you by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to 404-777-HURT. All right, I don't want to brush past that, that volunteer work. You did say in a cat shelter, but you also said in a ferret shelter. I love little ferret babies. Yes, I know. You know what's really interesting? Most people don't know that I have ferrets. I do not share this with the world. So you're getting this dun dun dun. Lita has ferrets. People don't like them, and I get judged very harshly. Not not with harsh isn't the right word. I feel like I get made fun of a lot for having ferrets. They're interesting pets. I love them. Oh, so they live in your home. <laughs> yes, I know. What do you think now? Well, I, do I have a chance to think? No. We have three cats, we have three ferrets, and then I have a dog. Yes. So we have gosh, seven pets. We do have seven pets. but um, They're more pets but than people. But two of the cats never come out of the bed because I didn't get them from cat res- rangers, but I did rescue them. And they were, unfortunately, they were abused and they're a little more skittish. They come out for me, but um, I'm really the only one that they like. And then the ferrets, you know, they come out, they have playtime every day, but they do live in a huge six-foot cage. So they're not, they're out, but they're not out every single day. Right. And they're only out for, what, two hours at a time, and then they sleep? And then they go to sleep, and I stick them back in their cage. Yes, it's a thing. But I do love them. Uh, I'm going to put some videos on my social media. My social media director is pushing me. She's like, they're so cute. You have to show them. But... People really, and and I have thick skin. It's not that. We talk about that all the time. I just, I don't know. There's something about people who have ferrets. We are different people. Misunderstood. Yes, thank you, Derek. That's a nice way to put that I do get made fun of. All right, well, let's move on. I I know, I know. I could talk about them all day. I do want to talk about the wedding. And let's get an update on that part. So, all right. We are now taping in May. And you did say we are at a remote location. And I will say one thing about me personally as a podcaster. I like to tape in studio. 
I don't love the distraction. Uh, where was the last place that we taped? Was the uh, Gwinnett Hamilton Chamber? Mill. Hamilton yeah. Mill Golf Course. And that one was okay. But then we taped it with a huge audience. People that stood literally over right? our table. It was a Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce luncheon. And, and our producer, Mike, was doing a remote. And I said, let's tape. I completely clammed up. And I, I don't have stage <laughs> fright. Fine. We did your show. I didn't even do mine. Right. It was really personal. It was the bucket list show. And there's some... I just... I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So then when the opportunity today came to tape here at Lake Lanier, it was the polar opposite. I jumped on it because this is our wedding site. Yes, it is. And, and I Not just, at the golf course. Let, let's clear it Well, that's that. right. <laughs> correct. But it's right across the way. On the property. It's, I just, I have such a, a love for this entire property. We're at the Legacy point right now right we're at the leg what's the official the legacy name? golf course legacy golf course and i i just love being out here it's a beautiful day so for someone who does not like to tape remotely i was all over this well i'll also say this too we were here saturday at like we Lanier. were we spent the we entire were. day saturday uh actually we were here friday night as well we had friends from out of town that, that were camping at a big uh motor home and they're at the resort this at the is resort. glamping right. okay right. they yes. were not in a tent this was they fabulous. were in a motor home that was incredible and they came because they were coming for the wedding and when we decided we needed to postpone the wedding and this is going to tie into everything we're going to talk about today which was stress this the stress was a huge part of why we needed to postpone the wedding and what a blessing it has been to have this more time. Um, I don't think you know this, but from at the point we decided to postpone the wedding, we were six weeks away from the wedding. Invitations had not been sent. We didn't have an officiant. Flowers, I don't flower. I mean, there was more I didn't have done than I did have done. And then with my dad getting sick, he had some blood clots, multiple surgeries. He was in the hospital. I mean, I was almost in despair. Like, we're, we're slugging through this. This is supposed to be a huge celebration, and this to-do list is weighing me down. Yes. And I had spent, the reason being, I had spent all of January and February closing my large 13,000 square foot stores. There was no wedding time. I wasn't putting anything into the wedding and everything into work. And then I got that off my plate thinking that, okay, finally, this is off my plate stressful we've talked about the depression go listen to those other shows uh, i think the last three or four shows we really dig into the emotional component of losing a business and entrepreneurship and all that so i don't want to touch on that today but i was not in a good headspace to be planning a wedding i was i was very sad we made the decision we prayed over it we agonized over it we made our pros and cons list and once we got that extra time this beautiful venue is open in august we changed the wedding, got new save the dates. Yes. We weren't out a ton of money. Nothing else that, you know, had to be switched. I said to you, okay, when we send the new save the dates, we got to come up with something. We got to mm -hmm. put something. Should we write something like a fun little something, um, a little paragraph? A little synopsis of what's all, all gone. That on. has happened explaining to everyone why they're getting a second save the date. And you said. Why don't we write a poem? And I thought. There is no way. Well, when I, when I think poetry, let me make this clear. I'm not thinking like uh, rainbows and roses and that kind of. I'm thinking humor. And, and I and I didn't. I thought I could never. So I gave you the bullet points. Yes. Okay. This is you, what I want to talk about. This was very much a collaborative effort. But I do not have the skill of poetry. I had the <laughs> idea and the content. We are going to read this to you. So this this is it's. 
titled Our Wedding by Derek and Lita. And this went in all of our Save the Dates, explaining to all of our guests why we postponed our wedding. Correct. So you want to start it? No, nope, I want you to go okay. first. So I'll read a, a, a segment, then she'll go from there. Yep. So starting with first. Together, our wedding, we begin to prepare in hopes that you all will be with us there. While searching for the perfect site, we finally picked a venue and the night. It is closed for us and most of you, so the save the date cards were now due. As the calendar sped to the month of May, we suddenly realized we might have to delay. Little did we know in that time of stress what obstacles were ahead and all the mess. A guest of honor was hospitalized and very ill, but Frank Perry really wanted to be there still. You see, the father of the bride is proud of her, and his will to survive you cannot deter. Oh, I can't say this. Their walk down the aisle will be quite the sight. Our tears and emotions, we will have to fight. As an honored tradition, we wanted him there, so the thought of a new date we might have to share. Spring break was a time for a trip and some fun, to see a beach, a golf course, and get lots of sun. On the drive home, we added to our story on a night that we gave God all the glory. You see a vicious tornado formed in the sky. We drove right through it and thought we might die. He sent us to seek shelter and off the road we strayed to the lobby of a Best Western while we waited and prayed. The storm didn't get us and we got back on our way, arriving home late at night but ready for the next day. Well, that next day did come, and boy, was it dire. Our store and law firm had suddenly caught fire. Lightning had struck the building overnight, sparking the gas line and making it ignite. The news was alarming and not expected. The house didn't burn as the flames were detected. When we arrived, it was standing, and we felt relief. But the smoke damage it suffered was beyond belief. Now, this next sign to us both was was as clear as day. This wedding can wait, and we must delay. The ceremony is now booked for late August, you see. Our love has not dimmed as it was meant to be. With this new save the date, we hope to see you. We can't wait for the chance to finally say I do. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Struggling for the right That's sound okay. effect. We're taping remotely. <laughs> he can struggle. That's all right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to get emotional. I do when I think about my dad. So my dad is Frank Perry, for those of you listening that wouldn't know that. Um, but everyone getting a save the date would because these people are all very close to us. So the stress of it. Oh, I mean, our store, my status market, my brand new store in Watkinsville, Georgia, Derek's law firm that was there, which is his second location, not his first. Uh, we, we pretty much lost everything. Uh, for me, much more detrimental because it was my retail store, so it was all the merchandise. Thankfully, Derek was, you know, he was able to not skip a beat because his main office, this was only a, a second location, but very difficult, very stressful. It will, tomorrow will be four weeks from yeah. the time of the fire. We have spent a lot of time with dumpsters, just taking, you know, cataloging, pulling tags, taking pictures, every, nothing was salvageable. And still um, breathing Because of smoke. the smoke. Every time yeah. we go in there, it's still. I just, I have so much understanding for people who have been through fires and sympathy and empathy. This is no joke. I mean, right. the, the powerfulness of that smoke in that building and just working in there. It's about two hours at a time is all sure, I can sure. stand. And even when you get within 10 to maybe even 15 feet of the door, Without the door being open, you can still, oh, of course still you smell can. The, the prominent smoke coming from the building. I'll also say this before we move on to, to the topic. Um, you remember what we did on Saturday evening? Yes. 
this I is very important. I want you to talk about that because okay, I thought so it was interesting. Okay, so this missed. is very interesting. So we told you that we spent the weekend here at Lake Lanier. We came and, and you know, sort of camped out with our friends who were glamping. Well, it was very nostalgic. And it was also sad. Yeah. Uh, we must have, this was at the very forefront of our mind on Saturday, knowing that we are standing on this property where we should have been getting married that exact day. On that day, right. Well, it was terrible weather. It <laughs> yes. was freezing. Yes. And to be in a beautiful wedding gown, to have my bridesmaids in their gowns, our daughters, not to mention our guests, but our guests would, would have brought a jacket. Sure. We have, you know, time goes into these wedding colors and, right. and coordinating all this. And none of our dresses have sleeves. We were anticipating, you know, a sunny May warm night. That is not what it was on May 7th. We went after dinner, which we ate at the Legacy Lodge, which is our, our wedding location, to the, we walked out to the pavilion, the exact, uh, spot. the exact spot. I had on a tank top, a shirt, a hoodie, and a thick, thick Michigan State sweatshirt. Go Spartans, that's for my dad. Uh, <laughs> and I was freezing. For I mean, we were standing there pretending to do our vows, just shaking. Yes, because, and the wind was Because brutal. of the wind. Right. It was, it, the tent would have had to have been closed. Heaters would have had to have been brought in. I would have had a, I don't wear real fur, but fake fur over my, my beautiful dress. You know, it's, it was not the right night. No, and that's it really course, wasn't. You never can plan for the, for the weather, uh, obviously for a wedding, an outdoor wedding. But that was also one of those moments where we thought, okay, another reason. Another why reason. And yes, it has all been, you know, very solidified. Um, today we're going to talk about stress. We're going to talk about the downside of stress. But I brought all of this up to say, yes, weddings are stressful. And if you've been a bride, your daughter's a bride, you're going to be a bride. You're like, yeah, 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 I know. But when you put everyday stress, you put career stress, you put mom stress, you've got a lot of stress in your life, and then you add the stress of a wedding, which is something you and I did not want. Right. We very consciously, right after we got engaged, thought there's no way we can even do this because our jobs and our careers were so demanding, and yet we really put all of that aside and took on all the stress of a wedding for my dad, mm -hmm. for my parents, yeah, both of them. For, it was my right. dad, you know, a... with more of the medical issues that, you know, led to part of the postponement. But as soon as we decided to postpone it and give me more time, a lot of stress lifted. And now, I haven't even told you this, but we have a couple shower planned. Oh, boy. On a pool deck, it's going to be a white party where everyone okay. has to wear white. They wanted okay. to do it very swanky. Um, it's just fun. Just these little extra touches. We wouldn't have, no, have no, had wouldn't have, all the celebration. That. We're actually taking our honeymoon in June. <laughs> That's right. And we get another honeymoon in September. Yeah. We'll, we'll so. actually be on the honeymoon a month from now. I know. We'll be in the middle of it. I secretly think we're going to get married on the honeymoon. Oh, okay. I've told you that. I know you don't want to, but we'll see if I can talk okay. you into it. If we come back from that married or not. <laughs> All right, but let's dig in. We've talked about the wedding. We've talked about the stress, um, everything we went through, giving ourselves more time to breathe. But let's dig into really what that means. Okay, well, let me repose the question at the okay. top. It's what harm is stress doing in your life? That's the question, all of you listeners. I want you to think about as we really dig into this. Maybe you don't have a lot of stress. Maybe it's your husband or your spouse that really sits with the stress. Maybe it's your child. Maybe you've got young kids that really hold stress in a negative way. Maybe you have older kids in their careers and you're worried about them. Um, I definitely feel like stress is something that hits everyone. And this is a really important topic. And I 
became what I will call stress sick. And I don't have to call it that. My doctor called me stress sick. Right. And I want to unpack that a little and tell you guys really the story of what had happened. Yeah, that was the actual diagnosis. I remember when you went, you were concerned about a lot of potential things that were causing you to feel just lethargic and tired and, and headaches and all kinds of things that were going on at the moment. I just, it was weeks of it too. Yeah, absolutely. And for someone who thinks about myself that I handle stress extremely well, and, and people would, I don't know how you do all you do. I don't know how you do it. Well, I was stress sick and I didn't even know it. It truly, I'm at the, the end of this now, so I'm not going to jump to the end. We're going to dig into the meat and potatoes, but with one store needing to close because I lost the lease and the other store getting hit by lightning and burning, I've now lost my retail stores, both of them, in a very short amount of time. And there's a million things that I do. I'm jumping into the blog. I'm, I'm here podcasting today, planning a wedding. I mean, I'm not without things to do. But that monumental level of stress was physically making me sick. So, yes, it was. Let me oh, go ahead. I was going to say, before we get into the next part of this topic, let's take this quick break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Hey, hey, Lita here, popping in real quick. Are you interested in changing your space and have no idea where to begin? Do you have a real trouble spot in your home and you are at a loss for what to do? Don't fret or fear. Even though I'm located in Georgia, we can still do a virtual design consultation. I have helped hundreds of people this way. Here's what you do. Go to my website, www.statuslifewithlita.com and click virtual consults. You can look at the different packages and pricing and even book time with me right from the website. We can put together a color palette, decide on which furniture stays or goes, or even pull together a mood board for your home accents and furniture that might be needed to complete your space. I book time, not by the room. You could essentially have me to consult on your whole home. Again, go to my website, www.statuslifewithlita.com and click virtual consults. Book away. All right. Well, I wanted to go ahead and get that break in while we could, but go ahead and continue what you were saying. Okay. Let me jump into the story. So there had been a few weeks and... I think it was wintertime. It was after the holidays, which you would think would be when the symptoms were manifesting the most, but it was actually after the holidays. And what I mean by that is, is you look at quarters when you have a retail business. So I'm coming out of the fourth quarter into the first quarter of the following year. And I was just, I just remember my emotions were everywhere. There was one point I was literally laying on my bedroom floor crying. I don't even know what I was crying. I mean, things were just all, I was emotional. I was having headaches every night and I was just really tired, really groggy. I would go to work and, and I remember one of my employees saying, are you okay? I'm like, I don't feel good. They're like, you don't look so good. You just don't. I was very, very off thinking I just had a virus and I didn't have a cold. I didn't have anything bacterial. I just wasn't right. So realizing that my work was suffering, I was sleeping a lot at the house, I made a doctor's appointment and thought, let me just go get a physical. Let me go get a checkup. And this was extremely eye-opening for me. As I'm going in, I'm going to look at my kidney levels. And because I'm a donor, uh, if you don't know that, go back to that podcast. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm looking at things like, is something wrong? You know, why am I so tired? Okay, so I get to the doctor 
And she does a full workup on me. She spends a lot of time with me. She poured herself into me and I respect her to this day. But what came out of it was she said, well, here's the deal. You're not sick. You don't have a virus. You are very, very stress sick. And I thought, huh? I mean, I thought she was crazy. And she said, no, you are stress sick. The stress of everything that you were trying to do and trying to be is physically making you sick. That was extremely eye-opening to me. For someone who has always handled a lot of stress, going back to my 20s, I did interior design and construction all day, 40 to 50 hours a week, taught and ran a dance studio at night, every single night, taught on the weekends. Just constant work all the time. I just have this, oh, I have tons of energy. Oh, I don't like to sit still. I have all these things that I say about myself, but that doesn't mean they're actually good qualities. It, you know, it ended up catching up with me in my 40s. Exactly. You didn't take time to breathe. No. No, and, there and was no self-care. It was just uh -huh. round the clock, adding and adding and adding. And you hear a lot of, of, you know, done a lot of talks, heard a lot of most motivational stuff. And they'll say, you know, you have this long to-do list. And what do you actually get done in a day? And what gets added to the bottom? And that's how it felt. These lists were getting pages and pages and pages long with very, very little getting scratched through. And it was very disheartening. And I broke down in her office and I started crying. And she said, you better make some changes and you better make them fast because this is catching up to you in a big way. And you are right on the cusp of something very serious happening to your health. I mean, she gave me a very stern warning. Um, I had gained weight. We've talked about that in the show. I've never really shied away from that as an issue. A lot of women don't like to talk about her weight. But, you know, at that point, it was about 15 pounds from when she had seen me last had come on. And it was all that puffy. It's all stress. It sticks to you like glue. My cortisol levels were crazy high. That's all from stress. When you are not doing anything to take care of yourself and you live at that level 10 stress place, all day, every day, you really, really start harming yourself. Um, so those were my signs and symptoms. But I do feel like it's important as you hear my story of what I went through to really talk about clinically, you okay. know, some of the things that everything that you would see, because it's more than just my tired. It's just more than being lethargic. It's more than groggy. There is a real tangible list of the symptoms of stress. Right. And let's dive a little deeper into that. Let's let's start really with the definition of stress. Uh, you've talked about it, but there there are specific symptoms and things that, that manifest themselves because of extensive stress. And I, I, I say this not only about what you're talking about, but also personal experience. But go ahead. And oh, the yeah, pal. You're not out of the hot definite. seat on today. Okay. Yeah, I shared uh, my story, but we're going to jump I into Derek figure. here in a minute. Okay. Let me give you the actual definite. What is stress? What is stress? It, there, this is tangible. And it's, I don't know. I've learned a lot. Here we go. Stress is a normal human reaction that happens to everyone. Every single one of you listening, you all have stress. In fact, the human body is designed to experience stress and react to it. When you experience changes or challenges, otherwise known as stressors, your body produces physical and mental responses. That's stress. What was happening to me, as the doctor explained, my reactions, physical and mental 
it was producing so much per day that my body never got a chance to rest. When I would sleep, it was out of sheer crash. It wasn't out of that nice, blissful, restful healing sleep sure, that your sure. body needs. It was out of exhaustion. Then I would wake up every day and jump back into that level 10 response. Um, I got one more paragraph, uh, sure, two more sure. sentences. Stress responses help your body adjust to new situations so they can be good. Stress can be positive, keeping us alert, motivated, and ready to avoid danger. For example, as if you have an important test coming up, a stress response might help your body work harder, stay awake longer, but stress becomes a problem when stressors continue without relief or periods of relaxation. There you go. It's <laughs> what I'm saying in layman's right. terms into the actual definition. And as you read, I'm just sitting here nodding my head going, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Well, we all experience this. Yeah. And I've got four different categories of symptoms that you had handed me here. The emotional symptoms, the physical symptoms, the cognitive symptoms, and the behavioral symptoms. All right. Well, without reading all of them, let's break this down just a little bit. Start at the top. Emotional symptoms of stress. Read those bullet points. Sure. They're becoming easily agitated, frustrated, and moody. Feeling overwhelmed as if you are losing control or need to take control. Having a hard time relaxing and quieting your mind. Feeling bad about yourself, low self-esteem, and feeling lonely, worthless, and depressed. And then finally, avoiding others. That's the emotional symptoms. See, I had never, up until this point, easily agitated, frustrated, and moody. I bet all the guys were like, that's my wife. No. <laughs> There is something, yes, as a that. mother, right, we can all feel that sometimes with our kids. But this is what the second one, feeling overwhelmed as you are losing control or need to take control. My career, as it was going on the up and up and up, it was also exhausting me. And I was feeling extremely overwhelmed. That's why I'm laying on the floor crying. That's why I had, remember that day I called you from a CVS parking lot? And yes, I don't, I, do. I was just not even myself. You're like, are you okay? I'm like, I can't drive. I don't know. Totally out of character for me. Who's cool, calm and collective and has it all together. I had a breaking point. Derek, what about you? Having a hard time <laughs> relaxing and quieting your mind. We just talked about that on the way here. I have the most difficult time in the world shutting my mind off. Yes. I always feel there's something that I need to be doing as opposed to sitting there eating dinner or sitting and watching TV or trying to even relax on a golf course. I always feel as though there's something much more important, much more um, necessary to be doing in that moment. And even trying to sleep. Can I, I, can I, I help with that one? Yes. You swear? Yes. We make, I'm going to make you do, like, do your crosswords. Quiet do my mind. Yep. Sit in your massage chair. Okay. Okay. I'm going to help Derek. All right. We're going to check in on that later. Moving forward. Um, there are physical symptoms. I think we need to talk about this too. Uh, these are extremely important. Derek, I'm going to let you take over the sure. list. Got low energy, headaches, upset stomach, including diarrhea, constipation, nausea, mm. uh, aches, pains, tense muscles, chest pain, and rapid heartbeat, insomnia, frequent colds and infections, loss of sexual desire and or ability, nervousness and shaking, ringing in the ears, and cold or sweaty hands and feet, dry mouth and a hard time swallowing, clenched jaw and grinding teeth. Those are physical symptoms of stress. The body aches. I had those too. That's why I thought I had a virus. Well, yeah, low energy usually yeah. comes with that. Yeah. I mean, you go through all this, chest pains, insomnia, the, the, all that stuff. So there are a lot of things on that list that look like a cold or not necessarily the sinus part of it. But again, thinking, do I have a virus? Why am I not shaking this? And then finding out 
this, these are very physical symptoms that manifest as stress. I was stress sick. I was stress sick. And all these things can morph into something much, much, much more serious. Heart disease, full-on depression, cancer in some cases, cancer. Stroke. You go through the list of next is cognitive symptoms, and those include constant worrying, racing thoughts, forgetfulness and disorganization, inability to focus, poor judgment, being pessimistic, or seeing other only the negative side. Yeah, I mean, all yes, <laughs> yes, I'm just shaking my head, and I hope that all of you listening are saying, Yes, I feel that, I feel that, and uh, you know can't wait to get to the point where we're about to tell you how to combat all this but we've got one more the behavioral Behavioral we've got to finish all this just so you guys are are fully informed we're talking about behavioral you got changes in appetite either not eating or eating too much procrastination and avoiding responsibilities more use of alcohol drugs or cigarettes having more nervous behaviors such as nail biting fidgeting and pacing Let's start with that that first one. It changes in appetite, either not eating mm-hmm. or eating too much. That's that stress eating. Yeah, you hear people I'm talk a stress about. eater. Uh, yes, I know. I yes, when I am stressed or something has bothered me, you can find me in the bottom of a bag of chips. You can't. <laughs> so I, in other is, words, if I walk in with a chip bag <laughs> on the counter, that's like a warning sign. The Do red flag is up. Do you remember the one night you came upstairs? And I had a bottle of rum on the nice or on the dresser and a box of Cheetos, and you go, "That's my girl." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> I wasn't it, it, the, to my defense. It was hilarious when he said it, but the rum I was emptying a suitcase. It, like we had gone somewhere over the weekend, and I had a bottle of rum. But it yeah, was, sure. But I was working on those che- those Cheez-Its. I absolutely was. It was very funny. Um, but yes, I will definitely, uh, I'm a stress eater. And I think a lot of people are. Some people go the opposite. They get, you know, underweight when, uh, when they get stressed. All right. Let me say this. With all that being said, with my story about the doctor, I left that appointment. I went out in the parking lot. I called you. I was very upset. I was emotional because I felt like I had done this to myself. It was mm-hmm. it was very eye-opening to me that this was nothing. I hadn't caught a virus. That I, She couldn't give me some medicine or a B12 shot in my bum to, to get me through this. I had done this to myself. And the fix to this was for myself. And yet, yet, I took no steps to fix it. Not for a very, very long time. And ended up even going back to the doctor, a, sec- a different doctor. I went to a female doctor, an OBGYN, for different problems related, but different. And I, it, was all, it was still stress. Brought on by stress. She tried to send me out of there with Zoloft. No, if you take Zoloft, that's great. You might need it. But the point was, I had not listened to any of her advice from the first appointment. And I was upset, and I cried about it for a day. I probably ate some Cheez-Its and didn't, didn't change my lifestyle. And two years later, ended up in another doctor's office. Now the problems were getting even more severe and becoming hormonal, and we had to check all my hormones. And you know what? They were great, except that cortisol, which <laughs> with, that's your stress <laughs> hormone. Stress. Exactly. I had done nothing to take care of myself. I had another five pounds on me, not just 15. Now I'm creeping up around 20. Still, still sick. It's like, what? who had to hit me over the head with something to actually get me to change my lifestyle? And now I had the stress of a wedding on top of me. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm the queen of just adding and not subtracting. 
And I go back to the, the word pause. It, it's that pause. We had the uh, podcast with April Worley, and we talked about pausing and, and taking time for yourself to, to catch up on these things and to breathe and to eliminate some of that stress. Well, we have to finish the show and really dig into the self-care because everyone listening saying, um, oh, you're, you're pointing at me. Should we get it? Should we read sure. that? I, That's I really important. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So here's the why. So Derek's showing me here right in front of me. It says, what are the consequences of long-term stress? I'm going to read through this list. Then I want to talk about the self-care. Because if you're listening to this going, yes, mine is emotional. Mine is physical. Um, my kid has the behavioral. How do we fix it? Because I'm telling you, I'm on the other side of this now. And it feels absolutely amazing. And my mission is to get Derek on the other side <laughs> of this too. Because he just had a physical. And you guys, it was not great. Derek's numbers are not looking well. And he just ducked his head like he's in trouble. But this is trouble out of love. Because I will say this. I'm in, according to most studies, one of the most stressful professions correct. out there. Yes. Uh, police officers and those that are in the line of duty, military, those are the most stressful. But attorneys, doctors, we're right up there at the top of that list. With that being said, that means you need to be doing double the self-care, knowing that your career sure. is one of statistically the one of the highest stressors that there is. So yes. that's where me and my newfound <laughs> stress relief is coming in. Let me read this list. Okay. These are the long-term consequences of stress. Mental health problems such as depression, anxiety, and personality disorders. I know the depression and the anxiety were becoming much more prevalent for me, and I do not suffer from them. Cardiovascular disease, including heart disease, high blood pressure, abnormal heart rhythms, heart attacks, and strokes. That category is where Derek sits. He is on the verge. He has very high blood pressure, and uh, we're worried he's going to have a heart attack. There you go. Yes. You should be scared. Obesity and other eating disorders. Menstrual problems. I did have that, which landed me in the OBGYN. Sexual dysfunction, such as impotence. Premature ejaculation in men and loss of sexual desire in men and women. Skin and hair problems such as acne, psoriasis, and eczema. And permanent hair loss. And gastrointestinal problems such as GERD, gastris, gastri gast gastritis. gastritis, sorry, ultras, oh my gosh, <laughs> ulcerative, colitis, Ulcer and irritable colon. Okay, ulcerative. Ulcerative. Correct. See, Derek has to read all these medical words. I'm sorry. I didn't know how to say gastritis. <laughs> I've never had that one, clearly, because I don't know what it is. But there are plenty on that list that we were bordering on and have had to make some extreme life changes. Now, I did say that these changes were made for me. I lead my life with faith. I do fully believe that I was on a path that was going to lead me to very, very severe health problems and through prayer and circumstances that both of these stores were taken off of my plate, which has led me to jump into self-care almost 100%. I mean, still working. We're still doing the insurance claim. I'm still planning the wedding. I've still got my kids. This is the end of the year. I got a million things going on. But I have really, really begun this healing process with myself in a way that feels amazing. And I was articulating to you, this is not 
something that is easy. And I want everyone to hear that. These changes, these do not happen overnight. I built up this stress. I put those pounds on, the body aches, the headaches. These came on over years of time. It is going to take years of undoing all this. So just because I've spent the last four weeks, I've exercised almost every single day. I had to go join a physical gym and hold myself accountable. I'm not great at home. I will quit. I will start folding laundry. I will. I'm just not great. I like other people. I like to be challenged and pushed. So going through the list of the healthcare, I will talk about mine as I go through all the necessary things. Get more physical activity is number one. Derek, do you see that? Yes, yes, I see. Get more physical activity. You have to start moving. If you have a job that's very sedimentary, if you find yourself even just doing housework and it's not enough, you need to go for walks. Find that person. Find a walking buddy. Find a running buddy. Find Mm -hmm. a yoga class that you like. Number two, follow a healthy diet. You guys, these seem so simple, but when you are stressed, you are not following this list. Um, We have especially for you and that physical coming back with not so great numbers for your heart and your kidneys where you've really, really clamped down on your diet. And yes, I'm so I, proud of you. So proud of you. He's I doing never ate so really good. that bad, but I, yes, he did. No, I <laughs> but we put him in the hot seat about the sweet tea, about the Coke, the amount of sugar. He has cut all of that out of his diet, unless he's sneaking it, which I know he will do. <laughs> but he is doing so good. So I have to give, I'm not going to put him in the hot seat without giving him a pat on the back too. minimize phone use and screen time. Okay, how many of us we pick up our phones in the morning, we go to sleep with our phones and reading, that's one I'm going to hammer you on. Because you like to read your phone before you go to bed. And then you tell me how much you can't sleep. So, (laughs) so I got to do, I got to figure out something with Derek, okay. but I'm, I'm good at that. Cause I like to, to read a physical book. Okay. Um, as we're wrapping up here, consider supplements, consider vitamins. I would absolutely lean on your doctor. I would lean on your doctor to go get a physical, go see what your baseline is. Go look at your blood work, go look at your weight, go look at your stress level, go talk through this. Just like I did, just like Derek did. This was so eye opening. I'm I, you know, I had friends tell me, Maybe you should get more sleep. Maybe you should, my parents, take stuff off your plate. You do too much. I didn't listen to anyone. And I didn't listen to those doctors. And it was, I was suffering. So before I tell you to go take supplements, I would tell you to go see a doctor and find out what supplements are right for your body. And you're taking supplements, right? You're taking men's multivitamins. Yes. Practice self-care. Do that walk. Take a bath. Read a good book. Prepare a healthy meal. There is such a relaxing time when you're you know just making food for your family stretch before bed get a massage you and I do do that on a regular Mm -hmm. basis practice a hobby mine has become gardening I'm loving it I've been planting all these flowers I love seeing them there's so much solace in it use a diffuser with calming sense I bought diffusers for both levels of our home Mm -hmm. one in the basement and one upstairs and practice yoga there is so much more you guys you could google anything but these are the things that is if you're following me you know, you're in my life. I put it all out there to help all of you. And this is so real. And I want to say, this is not even the show that I had planned for today. (laughs) We were going to talk about Enneagrams and personality. And and I was going to bring on some guests and we were going to unpack all this super fun show that I've been doing research on for weeks. And I paused it all because when I feel really, really passionate about something, it has to come to the forefront. And right now, 
it is the harm that stress was doing in my life and the ways that I'm trying to counteract that now and basically trying to heal it. You know, if we, if, if I, and I, and I, God, for, thankfully I have not had cancer, but if I was sick with a diagnosis of that severity, I would do everything in my power to heal. We would talk about the foods. We would talk about the medicines. We would talk about the chemo, whatever, the surgery. Sure, sure. This is stress. And this is just as serious in your life as something even with a more serious medical diagnosis. I cannot stress that enough. I feel like I've gotten quiet because a lot of this is hitting home. Really? The stress. Yes, absolutely. It's the the work, the, the just all the things that have to be done on a daily basis. You know, and he talked about his career. I mean, he hasn't been home before nine or 10 o'clock the last two nights. And he was rolling his eyes because tonight, and he's not rolling his eyes at going to my daughter's dance performance. He's rolling his eyes because I need him to leave work at 430. And and, And we're podcasting this morning. So he doesn't have much of a day. And to Derek, that's very stressful. So already that's taken his stress level up to a 10. And... For me, I can't just say, too bad, you don't need to stress. I know from sitting in that pocket, it doesn't work like that. No, it it doesn't. It doesn't. But all that's extremely informative, and we appreciate all the research you did to bring all this to light. But uh, again, it's all hit home. If you are listening to this and you're struggling with it, if you have had diagnosis, if your stress has gone to some of these scarier levels, like please reach out to me. I love to be a resource. I am a people person. You are not bothering me. I, now that I don't have my retail stores, like, trust me, like I'm calling everybody. My (laughs) friends talk to me more now. Like I just need interaction. Um, And if you, if you want to pick my brain, if I said something and you want to hear more of the story or find out, you know, it's been four weeks and I'm feeling so much better. I'm feeling lighter. I've lost weight. I've lost inches. I have muscle tone. Um, it's the stress. It's not just the, the working out does it and the eating route. But the doctor told me when I reduce the stress, some of this weight is just going to fall off. And I'm really, really, really happy. And let me say, I wasn't happy when I closed my retail store. We've talked about the depression. Go unpack that show. I was in a yeah, dark yes, place. Yes. I cried all the way to my bachelorette party. Yes, you but did. But you know what? When you sit on the other side of that stress being gone, you are in a whole nother place. That's where I'm at now. You brought it up. So tell everybody how to find you. Please, please, please find me. Talk to me. uh, Become my new best friend. I am Status Life with Lita. That is the website. That is the blog. And uh, this is the huge announcement. That is where my career is going to go. I'm ready to blog. I've always done it really part-time because I had so much retail work and interior design happening. Now... That's where you're going to find me. You're going to find me on my social media channels, Status Life with Lita on Instagram and on Facebook, and Status Life with Lita on the blog. I am here podcasting Status Life with Lita. You can find me at Gwinnett Business Radio X. Uh, That is the host of our show. That is the platform that I tape on, but it is on every channel out there. It is on Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you can get a podcast. I love questions. Uh, If you want to send me some, I will build a whole show around listener questions. And also, if it's specific just to stress, I can answer it privately. It doesn't have to come on air. So, uh, But thank you, thank you. Please go to my Instagram. Please go to Facebook, whichever platform you like better. Give me a like, give me a follow, and uh, watch as I transform not only my house, because that's a big thing we're jumping into. We're renovating that again, getting back into it. Uh, the wedding. If you want to see everything that's about to happen at this beautiful location. 
Or just follow the podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you again very much, Lita. We appreciate all the insight and the knowledge and, and of course, the research you did, did for this today. But thank you all very much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by the law offices of Derek M. Hayes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any upcoming shows. This program and all other shows are available on your favorite podcast apps. You can always enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you're listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. Business Radio X.